Calling all creators. Welcome to the Creator Landscape Podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now, please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. Welcome back to the podcast where we explore the creator economy and how you can succeed in it. Our guest today is the CEO and founder at Creatorland, the platform for creators and creator professionals looking to build their careers inside the creator economy. Our guest also has an extensive few years of experience in the creator economy. They're a veteran entrepreneur and have been around the circuit for about 10 years. Please welcome our guest today, Brian Freeman. Welcome to Creator Landscape. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Super pumped to talk to you. You know, behind the scenes guy, the founder of Creatorland, and I guess the reason why we're even doing this podcast so would you give us an introduction, Brian, you know, just tell us about what your background is with the creator economy. Sure. Um, maybe I'll start with kind of how I, how I fell into it. I co-founded a dating app called Wildfire back in 2013 during kind of the dating app boom. We were very successful at rolling out colleges. So what we did is we worked with sororities and, and to form a competition for you know, which sorority could bring on the most new users on a campus. And uh, the first time we did it, the sorority that won was the one that posted on social the most, particularly Instagram. And so that was really novel. And we got very efficient rolling out those college, rolling out 10 more colleges this way. But unfortunately, Bumble, as we know, was the winner in the female-focused dating category, and probably rightly so. We had to pivot the company. And so we pivoted around the one other thing that we did really well, which was getting your kind of everyday person to post on behalf of a brand. And so that was my previous business. I pivoted the dating app into that in about 2015, moved up to LA um, right at the beginning of 2016 with my now wife, and started building organically this, this company. And um, we got exposure to hundreds and hundreds, not thousands of brands during that process um, and got to work with about 300,000 uh, everyday creators. The other thing that we got to do was go through Techstars, which is a prestigious accelerator program. We were part of the LA, uh, the LA initial cohort, and that introduced me to a whole world of contacts that I didn't have. As I kind of cycled off the last business and into a new one, I really wanted to lean into this gap that we saw where creators had this passion for connecting with each other, but for the purpose of learning. We, we found that there is this huge gap where a lot of creators were spending a lot of time with building their audience and building this relationship with their fans, but not building relationships with the professional ecosystem around them that made the whole thing work. You know, they could name on one hand or no hands how many CEOs in the creator economy they knew or how many relationships they had built with the people who had hired them at that agency, at that brand. Other than an email address and a first and last name, it didn't really go beyond that. A lot of, the, a lot of this is due to creators just not, they just don't use LinkedIn. And there's a bunch of maybe reasons for that we'll, maybe we'll get into. But because that's not the case, they didn't have that opportunity that I got through Techstars to go from someone who had ambition, but not the network connections you need to go to that next level in your career. Um, so. You know, that's our goal with Creatorland is really to give people this, this place to be, to find each other and to find the connections that help can help take them to the next level. And do you think there's like a reluctancy from creators to use LinkedIn because they may feel like they don't fit in in that professional space? 
Yeah, and I mean, I mean, you know this, you know this well. I mean, I know that you're on LinkedIn, of course, but um, what we found is that LinkedIn doesn't have a lot of the things that would give the person who's focused on content creation as the primary accelerant to get beyond where they're at in their career today, other than being a creator on LinkedIn itself. It doesn't have the analytics in place that are part of every buying journey, but it really doesn't give you a way to show off that past work. And because it's designed for the knowledge worker, you know, it's the it's designed for that nine to five job that when you put in there, it's you're showing off, right? It's if you're not in a job that you would feel really proud of showing off, or maybe this is just a, in your mind, just a jumping off point to do that full time creative outlet that you're really passionate about. It's hard to make that LinkedIn represent who you really are as a person. And so, yes, it's a professional ecosystem. Yes, it's kind of it's more slanted towards the knowledge worker or professional world and a little bit the creative. But I think it's more just the formatting isn't doesn't give you an expression of what you've done and, and where you want to go. And so some people might say, well, what's the point? And others might say, you know, I don't know. I'm having a hard time setting this up to. So I, I give up or, yeah, I don't really want to show off the job that I have right now. And just putting content creator on YouTube isn't really, doesn't really say what, what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. And so for the content creator listening to this podcast and as well as myself, what can we expect when we do sign up for creator land? What's waiting for us behind the closed doors within the first run through? So Right now, we are very focused on making the project creation experience great. You know, my past company, we ran influencer campaigns on behalf of brands. And at the end of every initiative, what we do, we put together a summary of what happened, what the content was, key highlights, examples of comments that really stood out, that linked back to the reason that they hired the agency in the first place, uh, analytics, summary data, and then links to relevant information. This is the most standard format for everyone who's ever hired a content creator when they sell it back to their boss or if they're an agent selling it back to the brand on why it was a great initiative, what they learned and why they should do it again. And what we found is that rarely have do content creators have a great way to just do that, package it and then make it discoverable, make it shareable, make it connected. It's it's Sometimes they're tracking it. Sometimes they don't know they should track it. Sometimes it's in a media kit. Sometimes the media kits focus around other stuff. So what we, what we really try to do is give people a way that they can show off what they're into through the categories that they make content in, the types of initiatives they'd like to collab or be hired for, whether that's editing or making content on TikTok. Um, and then, you know, a couple other key identifiers that allow you at a glance to know what somebody is interested in and about. We've integrated analytics, but we've really focused on projects. And that means that you can come in and intuitively show through, you know, all these different initiatives that you've done in the past, create a history of your past work that's discoverable in search, SEO friendly, and, um, and visually appealing without having to know code or design or have special software. And what's the feedback been like from for this, you know, from creators, you know, and other people inside the creator economy that might be talent managers or brand managers and people that worked, you know, from uh, in between the middleman of going to their boss, then passing on the information they need to create a like, 
What's the feedback like from the people inside the creator economy? What's very consistent from content creators is there is a desire to own their professional reputation online. And that means, what am I about? What have I done that's awesome that I want to be known for? What do I want to be hired for in the future? And I want to have some, you know, I want to have some semblance of my impact on this community in general. So, hey, I worked with, you know, I was CC'd on the VP of marketing at Bumble's, you know, as my content got shared up, you know, people were like, hey, this is Brian. He did an awesome job for us at Bumble, keeping this whole narrative going. But, uh, but how do I connect with that person if I'm not using LinkedIn? So it's about making some of those permanent relationships through the professional networking elements of creator land. And those people having a passive way on their own time to come and discover the awesome things that I'm doing or see something new if I update my profile with something new. So that's one side of the content creator. I think when we talk to um, the brand side or let's agency side, a lot of the people who work in these products spend a lot of time manually looking at social media to try and find the right people for the campaigns that they're they're running. Sometimes they're outsourcing just searching social to whoever they can find who's willing to do that. Sometimes they're spending hours and hours a day just looking through, you know, as much as they can on hashtags or whatever on TikTok. And then they've got a hope that when they send a note out that that person's email wasn't so busy that day, it doesn't get lost and the person wants to respond. We've seen a very low response rate industry-wide for opportunities being sent to content creators. And um, so the brand and agency community responds really well to an idea of like, hey, just like LinkedIn, this is something I can search for free. I can go check out somebody's password in a, a low effort way and then use modern search products to just try and find the right person for what I'm trying to do. And they know when I message them why I'm doing it and where they can look me up and see the type of things that I'm interested in. Instead of being just some random email that you don't know if it's legit, you don't know if they're randos or whatever. So as we build out Creator Land in the beginning, it's invite only so that when people come in and they're onboarding their networks, we're, get, we're tapping into that part of the community that really is passionate about building their career and is taking this seriously and will respond and, and keep things up to date. So um, as you enter uh, Career Lane for the first time, you can expect some bugs. That's how it goes with new software. Um, and as we're trying to figure it out, but you can also expect other like-minded people who care about moving their careers forward to connect with, learn from, and hopefully partner with. That seems like a huge plus. And I know from my experience inside the, the creator landscape, the, the content creator economy, I've been on, on this journey pretty much by my own. And I can tell you there are millions of creators like me who are creating content by themselves, you know, and they don't have a network and they also want to turn it into a career for themselves. And they have no idea where to start, you know, when it comes to connecting with brands and monetizing their platform. So I feel like Creatorland is going to be the perfect place for people to build that network and start growing their career inside the creator economy, don't you think? Hope so. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah, we, yeah. I think one of the other things we heard from content creators, to your point there, is that it's a lonely job. Yep. And, you know, I think there's a, there's a much more equitable world when people can share information, wins, and how-to. And uh, I think we're starting to see that more emerge from things like 
Colin and Samir and unboxed um, by Jordan from Arcade Media. But, uh, you know, there's not enough and there isn't a great way to cross pollinate information between each other if you don't have access to one another yet. Yeah. So the main focus is to sort of give access, which is really cool. Now, Brian, where do you see the creator economy in the next five years and where are we currently and then where do you see it going to adobe came out with a study last year that there were 300 million new professional creators since the introduction of tiktok that's a wave and a completely new world i think we're going to continue to see more and more people get involved in wanting to make content for business reasons not just as creative outlets hopefully we can blend those two so, you know, within a few years, at least another 100 million plus content creators, um, content creation will be a resume builder. Mm-hmm. So you have now young millennials, if we fast forward five years, they'll be in more senior management positions and hiring who understand the power of content and creative. And they'll be looking for examples of that in the people that they're bringing on. Um, the other major trend I think we're going to see and we're already seeing this start to happen is micro brands. So creators have started to get very good at understanding their fan base, understanding the personalities of the people in their comments and forming identities through the content that they make that can be marketed and monetized through things like merchandise, uh, longer form partnerships, but brand building. And so, you know, in five years, maybe uh, Nike's, Maybe Nike is a bad example, but maybe one of these other kind of further down the chain brands is losing market share to individual creators who are coming out with their own shoe lines or coming out with their own XYZ products. Um, And so I think we're going to see a major shift to consumer purchasing around personalities they feel connected to. And then maybe the last thing would be that I believe people who are now creators today will start taking full time roles at brands being part of the leadership team and the marketing side, um, because who knows better than how to do this very, very well than the people who were pioneers in the space. Completely agree. Brian, I think that sums up all the questions I have for you about creator land and the creator economy. Thank you so much for sharing your insights into the creator landscape. And thank you again to our creators and creative professionals, whoever you are and whatever part of the industry that you're in for listening to this podcast. And if you have any questions that you'd like answered on the show, or if you'd like to potentially even reach out to Brian, you can pop into the Creatorland Discord and ask questions there. See you somewhere in the Creator Landscape, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Creator Landscape, the podcast by Creatorland. Don't forget to join Creatorland today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy.